Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello and welcome back to Kill Shuffle. Hey, hey, hey. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely been a good few weeks. Yeah, a holiday worth of length. Yeah, I was away. Yeah, I was here. You alone. Were, yeah. Crying into your pillow as you watched Devin Townsend. Oh, I did. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, how'd you get on with that? Uh, that was really cool. He played a lot of the new album, Transcendence, and a little bit of the other stuff. Good. But it was mostly promoting the new stuff, which is kind of interesting from a guy with that much music. Well, yeah, it's nice to see that his passion for releasing new music hasn't been dampened by how much music he's released up to this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, his his uh, discography must be like, what, like 25 albums at, at this least, point? At least. At least. If you count the Strapping Young Lad stuff and the Devon Townsend yeah. project stuff. For sure, um, but uh, that's that, that's what you've been up to. Yeah, there was also there was a few gigs that I know I missed while I was away, but you didn't you didn't make it to Paramore, you didn't make it to Goodyear. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. Um, didn't make it to Clutch either. Ah, but I've heard they were very good. Okay. Um, Needless to say, I didn't make it to the nobody that was playing in Italy at the time I was there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, um, it's a little bit of a gig desert. Also, heard I heard Aerosmith was so and so. Oh, really? Like it's not like pure heroin. Aerosmith, literally or figuratively, okay. <laughs> it's it's like it, it's end of their end of their career. Aerosmith, yeah, so well, expect it's the, what you uh, expect. Aerovaderci tour, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we've got a huge number of things to get through, and God, not yeah. a lot of time to get through them. So Jeez. we were we're covering the new album by CKY. Yeah, we've got uh, a, a, an EP. I want to say EP. It's an EP slash album. It's kind of hard to tell, but it's yeah. it's a it's a record by. A, an Australian band called Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Got it. Yep. Then we're going to take a look at the new album from The Birthday Massacre. Yes. And finally, uh, for new releases anyway, we're going to look at Indros by Black Map. And then after that, we're, our old album that we're taking a look at is Welcome Oblivion by How to Destroy Angels. Yes. Which is like a Trent Reznor, Atticus, Atticus Rock. And Atticus and Rock. <laughs> Atticus Rock. It's Atticus Rock. That's the it's, genre. It's, yeah, that's the genre. So Atticus Ross is the artist. Atticus Rock is the yeah. genre. Yeah. And there's a few others there. But yeah, we'll get to that. We will indeed. Yes, there's a few others in the mix too. Uh, so I really don't think we have much more time to chat. Anything else pressing on your mind? Nah, all? let's do this. Just okay. this music. Just the music. All right, so CKY, Camp Kill Yourself. What do we know about them to begin with? Um, there were m- more members originally. A lot of drama in the last seven years. A lot yes. of drama. Like in the last two years, a yeah. lot of drama. And somehow they pulled out first album in seven years. Is that a, it's been seven years? No, eight years. 2009 wow. was, okay. was Carver City. Yeah. So CK, So my history with CKY is that I love the the Camp Kill Yourself Volume 1. Yeah. Which I think most people would be familiar with, like 96 Quite Bitter Beings. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, those, those, um, those songs. And that, the, that's ni- that's yeah. 1999, so we're talking like yeah. nearly 20 years ago yeah. Yeah. at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm also a huge fan of Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild, which is the this, second album. This is a sequel to that, apparently. Oh, really? Thematically. So oh, that's, okay. that's pretty cool. That's interesting to know because I can, I can kind of hear that in the music also. Yes. Um, but the biggest thing about this yeah. album is... is the main singer's gone, Darren Miller. Darren Miller and is gone. And now Chad Ginsberg of backing vocals yeah. is now doing guitar and it's a three-piece. Ex- yes, exactly. And then you still got uh, uh, Margera. What's his? Uh, Jess, Jess Margera. Jess Margera. So he's drums. one of the Margeras, needless to say, the ba- of the Jackass clan. Yeah, the bassist has been the same for the last few years, I think. Yeah. I think they had an original one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think the main 
association people have with CKY is still Viva La Bam, it's Jackass. Like, they're the band that soundtracked a lot of skate videos, a yeah. lot of, like, stunt yeah. videos back in the day. I'm kind of DIY, underground not punk, but no. That's the thing about skate, CKY. Skate punk. I, I guess. think they're. I don't. I see. They're. I don't consider them skate punk, even though that's the world well, that's they pro- immerse themselves yeah. in. They always brought something very different to the table than Certainly. your typical like Goldfinger or yeah. Pennywise or whatever. Like you know the skate punk bands. Yeah. Well, that's skate ska. This is skate punk. Sure, sure, sure. But, okay, well, you, can you come up with an, another um, sk- skate punk, sk- skate skate metal, skate hard rock? This is like skate goth. Skate goth. You know what I mean? This, <laughs> really? this has a. I always CKY. Him, him is skate goth. Yeah, fair enough. But CKY always have like a this fuzzed up guitar tone, big hulking riffs, and like just I don't know. They kind of have like a little bit of a monster man yeah. type oh, vibe totally, going on. Yeah. So that, that that none of those other bands had that I I love, and I think you know they would not have. Even though I think they're great, they would never have risen to prominence in the same way had yeah. they not had the Margera connection. Yeah. Because what they do is so weird and not of that scene. They easily don't need Margera. Like him, show my mm, invisible shows, tattoo yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, those of you watching on YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a him tattoo. Yeah, um, they didn't need Bam for their uh, for their projection no, in the music no, no, either. No, 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 Only no. initially it helped. It helped. That's all I'm saying is it helped for exposure. So ZKY have been standing on their own for years at this point. Yeah. Um, this album, I don't think, has the same magic that the, those first two have for me. What, what, was, oh. what was your What was your first impressions of it? Um, this has more personality than most of their albums. Okay. But the, especially the last one. This okay. This is more personality. Yeah. It's more creative. Okay. Um, even though it's just a three piece throw they throw it, it's definitely more um more uh di- directed like it, it's more focused than the other albums yeah i think like this is this has a theme and it has a certain certain air to it yeah a certain weird like um synthy goth right slurry air to it and it's very very much similar all the way through yeah no no it, you're right it but is, unique but really unique and it has it does have a lot of hints of infiltrate just where we build on yeah. it I just I, there's something about Darren's voice that I really miss and I know Chad has contributed backing vocals for a long time yeah and he's kind of put out to the front oh, yeah. This there's really something about the way his voice and the guitar tone and everything came together on those yeah. albums that um, made it special. Whereas now I feel like you've got the guitar tone down to yeah. a T. I mean, it sounds it sounds perfect. See, that's the thing. Sorry, Sanjia, but that's it's the okay. thing. Uh, Chad Ginsburg, the guitarist now, that's what made the CKY sound. So we still have the CKY sound. We do. Because Darren went off to do um, to go back to an old band of his recently. Yeah. And it's not very good. No, no, no. I'm not saying that it was anything particular, particular about him it's just the way that his voice yeah on top of that yeah. music it was really just his voice it yeah, wasn't his to guitar me, to me that's that's the cky sound so it just feels weird hearing it without that voice on top yeah. um and i don't i don't think mind it too any, much i don't think there's any riffs here that are can stack up with 96 um, by bitter beings or escape from Hellview or you know those yeah top tier um, cky songs like oh i think so um like head for a breakdown is yeah. something Darren would 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 have written. Like, yeah, it's the fourth track and it's kind of a ballady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's yeah. very unique from Darren's sound. So so yeah. they continue on. They they're progressing. They're not regressing no, at all. No, 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 no. Which, which 
tough like uh, tough balls to them like they they got through it. I know I respect I do respect that. I, I something about the album to me feels weird. I don't want to say rushed, but no. it's just it's small. It's very small. It's very short. They're testing stuff, I'm sure. It's just weird to see an album from a band that's only what is it eight tracks long or oh yeah, yeah. Eight, it's like eight tracks and they're not. It's not like they're nine minute odysseys. They're they're all kind of three three and a half minute. It feels it, like an old school album. It feels like actually, I almost it do, yeah a little bit, but which it, I like. It feels a little bit more like an EP for me. Like I I'd be sitting in work days, sure. and I, I I'd be kind of. I have it almost on repeat like I'd listen through and then yeah. before I knew it it was over I'd just like whack it out well that's again, a good again, feeling and, again, and, and again. we're just spoiled these days with, with 15 song albums going like 75 minutes and that's not what I that's not what I like I mean no. I just think that for what CKY do it's funny because I've come to this podcast with a criticism of a lot of our albums saying I feel like they're 10 minutes too long this I feel is like 10 minutes slash maybe 2-3 songs too yeah. short to um, to really to to give you a, well, a, an overall sense of theme and uh, a sense of a journey through the album, I just think it's yeah. a little bit too short to give you that. Yeah, but the reason behind that, I'm sure, is because for me at least, each song is f- f- quite memorable. Like they're very unique, and there's no filler. Like yeah. even if you don't like maybe a few of the songs, yeah, you can't say there's no filler because they're all they're all in, well intended songs. They are. They are. They are very they unique. Are. Each. Yeah, I yeah, don't know what it was about this one. I like looking well, back. Throw over, Chad's voice aside. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. No, it's not Chad's voice. I just think that this stuff, like, it's kind of keeps sliding off my brain. The, the songs don't haven't stuck. Like, I could, I could hum you every song of Infiltrate Destroy. It's pretty hard to hum that guitar, but no. But you know what I mean. Like when I, when I start when I start trying to recall the riffs from this album because they so closely resemble the style of those riffs. Yeah. They, they don't stick in the same way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like seeing someone in a suit that's kind of the wrong size. That's just that was just my experience. I I, I might need a little bit longer with it, but I <laughs> have probably will. I have given this a good a good chance, and I just yeah, um, I just think it's missing some ingredient X. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, they'll build it up again. Mm. But I love this effort. I totally love it. Like, yeah. Especially that first song. Yeah. It's like possibly my favorite song of the year. Replaceable. Replaceable. It's just such a badass song. It reminds me of like. Afghan wigs, old yeah. school, like that, really sexy and punchy and yeah, yeah, yeah well driven. Yeah, yeah. I, I can hear that. I can hear that for sure. I think, I think the next thing, next part of the cherry might be. I think what they needed to do in this album was go just a little bit harder, like especially with those memorable riffs. I feel like they, they kind of make it. They do a lot of experimentation. Yeah. And they throw a lot of synths into the mix, yeah, which like is fine. Days of self destruction. They yeah. had Mastodon's guitarist doing the two minute solo at the end. Right. Yeah. So pretty, yeah, there is a pretty shredding so they're in like, with that realm they how to play guitar in the last um, but they did <laughs> that Darren Miller always was a great soloist and yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, guess yeah. No, one, no one showed him up in this album because there's a lot of cool solos I think there are there's, there's a lot of cool bits that's what I think it's like it's a it's a jigsaw puzzle for me which has a lot of sky but then the land bits look great do you know what I mean okay like yeah, there's a lot of pattern, but then the actual picture looks great. It's just I just don't think it quite all fits together the way I'd like it to for a CKY album in 2017. Yeah. Um, for like a comeback album, for me it doesn't yeah. it doesn't punch hard enough. Yeah. Um, I think it starts great and it ends great. Yeah, like the last song is really cool and it doesn't end with a huge thing. Mm. It just goes back into a weird, weird, dark, creepy, synthy. Yeah. slur yeah. of an echo chamber and it's nice it's nice to hear that from a band that yeah. from bands these days that usually just have a huge emotional song at the end or, or just true 
So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go next. That's what I'd say. I hope that CKOI are back now, and I hope they're a going concern again, and they won't. it won't take them seven or eight years to release the next album. Probably not. Because, to me, what this feels like is a lot of years of... Uh, like scrapbooking and you know like jams and riffs um, and stuff like that coming together and kind of being put together this sounds like Frankenstein monster this, this sounds kind of. this sounds like new stuff I disagree I think it's quite focused okay it's a very focused album and it connects pretty well like it it could almost be a concept album I think they intended it to be yeah whether they like it or not a concept album because that's what they do yeah they're, they're just storytellers um but yeah I think it's just, just them finding themselves again which okay, is always tricky even with a great album I still agree they're finding themselves and they may have misstepped a few bits. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. Okay, um, sweet. Favorite song? <sighs> Probably um, Unknown Enemy, actually. Yeah. That's a good song. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's a really good song. Nice that's riffing. the third track. I really like that Very one. Very unique. Definitely. Um, I'll, I'll throw that yeah, word again and like again. Yeah, like a death again. disco feel to a lot of it. You know, that kind of, it's like that off-kilter hi-hat and it does get your head bobbing. You know, there's, yeah. it, it's got a good, it's got a good energy to it. Sweet. Okay, well that's, um, that's CKY. Yeah. The Phoenix is I'll, the name of the album if you want to check it out. Not the rise of the Phoenix, but the Phoenix. And if you do want to check it out and see whether or not you agree with uh, me or Dylan, it's super short. It's like half an hour. Yeah. So just look it up on Spotify. Yeah. Guitarists Dylan. would love this album. Like guitar heads. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's beautifully produced. Uh Dylan, you want to give it a square out of ten? Um Nine. Sweet. Yeah, totally nine. Um like I prefer it more than a lot of CKY albums lately. Cool. Uh so, yeah. give it a solid six. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's didn't fucking absurd. I know, I know, but that's why we that's why we bring the, the yeah. two way Well, uh, hopefully you get a little bit more hooked opinion to it. opinion access to the show. Yeah. Great. Okay, cool. So let's move on. Uh the next band we discovered mm-hmm. while waiting for Afghan Wigs. Afghan Wigs to come on. This was over this came on over the PA in the Academy in Dublin and uh, I just You Shazam the shit out of it. Stuck up my phone and said, What the hell is this? Uh the name of this band is Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Yeah. <laughs> uh they're from Melbourne, Australia. Or, or B Coastal Fever as they are on the album. No 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 or is it? Rolling Blackouts C F. Oh yeah, is it? Okay, yeah, sorry. yeah, but either way, they would need to put some kind of acronym in there because they're it's aware. Such a long they're name. aware. I kinda <laughs> love the name though, not gonna lie to you. Oh I love it. It's too. hard to say, but it looks very, very cool written down. Um, so yeah, this is a band who purport to play either tough pop or soft punk. That's that's how they describe themselves, which I think is a yeah. really accurate representation of what it is. Sort of. Yeah. Um, I listen to the roll stuff. I think I like the roll stuff a bit more. Oh really? Not to jump off the bat with that, but um. Yeah, because they're 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 pretty new. They've had yeah. like two EP length yeah. albums at this point. Yeah. Um, this is probably very punchy indie. Yeah, I would say that it's parts of it remind me of that kind of 2007 indie revival, like what you kind of get from Circa Waves or Soft Pack. There's a lot of bands doing that again, like that. It's it's a kind of high gain, high treble, and loads of melody guitar lines mixed with you know uh, like a heavily accented vocal. Yeah, there's one. There's two singers in this band, and one of them has oh. a really Australian accent. Oh, there is. Yeah, and the yeah, other guy yeah. is, has a more sort of was general that. singing voice. Yeah, I was wondering. I thought he was trying to method act a singing, but no. no I think no. it's two guys. Yeah, yeah. I think it's okay. two guys. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's two guys. Yeah. Um. But what? Yeah. What you what you get is something that's um, that's I think has a little bit more weight to it than your typical indie band. I yeah, think that's, mo- I, most of them I'd throw to the wayside. Yeah. Sure. That's um, that's fair. 
but this I didn't. I think this has more in common with like the Menzingers and the Gaslight Anthem than a lot uh, of the, their contemporaries would. Yeah, yeah, it's um they're very much like going down memory lane. Yeah, with, with thematically in the lyrics, it seems. Yes, and it's very feel good. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a very summery, sunshiny album with a few, you know, kind of gut punches. I would say in the lyrics. I think yeah. I think the lyrics are really well written. Yeah. I think I think I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I love this album. Yeah. Okay. Like cards on the table. I think this is one of the best things that we've brought to the podcast so far. I absolutely adore it. I think it's got a great sense of balancing the optimism with kind of melancholy. I think the guys have a really, really great sense of what yeah. makes what makes a memorable guitar yeah. riff. Yeah. And what makes a memorable vocal and what makes a great chorus. That's mm. my opinion. What did you think of it? Because um, I brought this one in. So First two tracks are really cool. I've listened to them uh, quite often, actually. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The last song is pretty good. And the rest is kind of give or take. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's kind of stuff I've heard already that's fair that's fair i i i think i I do agree with you in that i think it starts it completely roars out of the traps with the french press which yeah. second song for yeah me was the and best. julie's place also is great yes really really good that was the one we heard uh yes that's place. right it is yeah. the one that we heard in the place i think i don't think it lets up as much as you would suggest i actually think it's the last song that i that w- which would be the one that i yeah. think drops off a little bit it's kind of got more of a jangly rem yeah. kind of vibe to it uh yeah definitely rem um yeah. it's, it's definitely not my vibe yeah like this isn't my music that's cool. frontier it's it, definitely you and tom's frontier I'll tell right, you that. right 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 tom being so, the drummer in our so bands. i've been accustomed to hearing a lot of this in yeah. the studio yeah um so that's why I like it a little bit more than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just can get get rid of all my kind of tight-fisted expectations of like could be a little harder, like yeah. Menzinger's harder. But no, no, this is cool. But that's isn't that funny that how we differ on certain bands? Like there's certain genres where I consider hardness to be a virtue, and other genres where I consider it to be a sin. It's kind of funny. Like yeah. the I think this has just got the balance just right. Those drums yeah. are mixed. They're just mixed with a high enough well, gain that they, they, they really hit you yeah. every time. Well, it's not a matter of hardness, maybe. It's just genre. No, it's genre, too. Because, it's like, yeah, like Afghan Wigs is just as light in bits. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's just different. different. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. So, yeah, so you weren't, like, you, you enjoyed this for what it was, but it might not be one that you come yeah. back to. Yeah, a bit sleepy in the mid part for me. Okay, that's fair. I think, uh, I just, there's something about this kind of music that makes it difficult for me to articulate what I like about it, but... Mm-hmm. I just think sometimes when you pair those uh, those really, I don't know what, what you would call them, personal lyrics, I guess, or like stark lyrics, lyrics that aren't just like abstract, but they really seem to be just somebody writing about their day-to-day life. That's what this feels like. Yeah. I think the lyrics feel more... Notebook lyrics. They're notebook lyrics. Yeah. They're like diary lyrics, I guess. They're not, um, not, not in a like super emo way, but just this is just like an Australian dude yeah. telling you what his day-to-day life is like mixed with those incredibly hooky, catchy guitar yeah. parts. I, th- I think the bassist saves this band. I think the bassist is brilliant. I think they all come together really well. There's something about it that just puts me into a time and a place yeah. that um, I really love. Yeah. Like um, the bassist actually reminds me of how you play, you used to play bass. Yeah. Um, like he, he's very, very he's experimental. Hopping up and down yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's 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 adding his own little melody lines totally. under the melody lines. Um, especially in the second song, yeah, that made it very unique. Mm. Uh, yeah, again, but yeah, I like it. Good. I actually, like it a lot more than I thought I did. Good. 
Good, good, good. I think we, we can expect big things from the from um, Rolling Blackouts Coastal. Field. Oh, true. I'd like to see a full. full so would I. Full folly. Full a full length. This is really this is a short sort of shot in the arm. It's like twenty one minutes or something mm. like that. So if you um. If you want something to soundtrack your walk down a sunny street, you know, maybe you're maybe you're trying to brave the heat wave in London or yeah. maybe you just happen to be from Melbourne and you haven't heard of these guys. Yeah. I would say definitely give this twenty minutes of your oh, time. Oh yeah, drink a bottle of Desperados. Yes. Motel on this Better is, yet, this, a can of Fosters. This, this, <laughs> this is good for you. Fucking yeah. A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh all right, well do you wanna you wanna give it a score? Six, 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 six. Um, for this genre, it's a bit better than most things I've heard. Um, kind of almost near a seven or eight, but it's six for me. In a in a surprising reversal of our last, yeah. maybe a five, verdict. maybe a five or six. Okay, okay. I give this a nine for yeah. sure. But it's not sure, it's not sure. bad by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so far we've had a, a we've had a nine and a six and a six and a nine. But yeah, this this for me is is very close to a perfect little indie gem so I love this cool. right let's uh, let's move swiftly on because yeah. we're, we're time's running away from us so our next album is from a band that we're going to have to give me a little bit more uh, information and detail on yeah. but uh, The Birthday Massacre yeah um, Canadian yeah. so every time I every time you've shown me, you've, you've maybe listened not maybe but like you've suggested these guys to me before and I have given them a listen before and then I listen to them and go oh yeah and then I'll google image search and just bury my head Yes, the, the, they look the fri- ridiculous. The, fri- the fringes, the goth stuff. Oh my god, mm. it's so funny! You listen to them and you think they could be like, you know, just like a bunch of dudes or whatever, you know, like jeans and t shirt. But then you look them up and you're like, oh no, these guys are lifers. Yeah, they go in hell for leather on the goth thing. Yeah. But yeah, so um, so black, uh, birthday massacre. Explain. Oh, uh, love, lovely. I wouldn't say struggling band, but a band has been finding it hard to keep up. Well, yeah, would the you band like, status? I guess for a while, I, I get the feeling that they are the kind of band that are well respected, mm-hmm. and that they have their their diehard fans. But they just they're just this side of the mainstream. You know what I mean? They're they're close, yeah. but they but they'll never achieve mainstream success. They're the kind of band that they're the kind of band that write radio hits, yeah. but they'll never have a radio hit. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, um, considering. Uh, I'd love, I'd love to see this affect the mainstream. And I'm not going to lie to you. I think much like it, I would their, CKY. their aesthetic might be as much a part of that as the music. Um, you know what I mean? Po- possibly, yeah. Um, not, not that I'm saying I, I, I think they should live their best life, and I, I want them to dress and act however, whatever way they want. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the from a marketing perspective, in the internet landscape, it in internet it. land or whatever, like for magazine covers and and BBC One and all the rest of it, there's there is an image. Yeah, but fucking plenty of bands escape that and like pierce the veil and, and yeah, all that yeah, stuff yeah yeah true, and they're, true. They're, they're shite as as yeah. tra- trout luggage but uh, yeah but um, that's a totally aside and I really don't care about image because what matters is the music what kind of music do they play um, they're, they're, they do one thing and they do it extremely extremely well mm-hmm. and that is kind of a very heavy synth metal with dream pop vocals okay yeah I think that's a decent like, enough like, description like Circa like I don't know, uh, Nine Inch Nails, right? Meets um, oh, what's the band that did uh, Between Two Worlds? Oh, Nero. Nero. Yes. I think it's like yeah, it's like Nine Inch Nails meets Depeche Mode meets Typo Negative meets something else. Like Nero, you pick your your eighties pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's like a it's like a 
Um, I kind wouldn't of, kind, quite of kind of almost Cindy Lauper vocals. Yeah, it's 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 gothy, sugary, eighties inspired um, rock metal kind of. Yeah, uh, cheesy but very very heartfelt. Yeah, um, right. Good. Uh, very, like, uh, the, the lyrics are always emotionally charged. They're very well in on the fact that they're part of that scene and they're yeah. they're like they're like at the, at the at the mast of it. Yeah, but I but put it this way: when we say metal, I don't I don't think anybody would ever mosh to a birthday masker song. Um, I've seen it. You have? Yeah. You've seen them live? Yeah. Okay. Once before, they're That's fair. they're unstoppable live. For, I'm sure they're like, great. Like, I'm like, sure they're great. Like um, the sound really shows, and it totally shows in the album as well. Yeah. The production is through the roof. Yeah. For this style. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like they've been doing the same thing, it, it, very degrees for for last um, I don't know, fifteen years. But this is this is the best of what they've done. I, oh, you okay? This, so you're you're going yeah. and yeah, this you, you think yeah. this is like the the most sort of distilled uh, and refined yeah. their sound has been? Yeah, and and it's solid. It's most solid. Like um, it's just great. Th- it's it's a it's a pretty good album through and through. Like it's not just you got your singles, you got a few songs. This is this is very cohesive. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, well, so well, I I wouldn't have been. As you can probably tell, as much of a long-time fan. But I'm glad that you brought this to the podcast because I think there are some yeah. absolute bangers on this album. Yeah. I think it starts um, really, really well. You've got one under your spell, all of nothing. They just hit you with... This is kind of the formula of a Birthday Masker song. Yeah. It's like, it'll hit you with uh, a lovely... Yeah driven guitar tone yeah. but that that's very rarely high up in the mix yeah they it, like in, it, it's a foundation and then on top of that you get these yeah. rounded synths yeah like it really huge 80s style synths playing really catchy really really catchy yeah. parts and then the vocals come in um, i'd say the best mixing of these two is counterpain yeah which see, is really heavy at the start and then yeah, it has yeah, the yeah, most yeah, catchy yeah. chorus yeah i've heard this year it probably it's up up there i i completely disagree <laughs> It, it's really cool. I think Counterpain, I think the two, there's two missteps on it this album. It has a drive to it. For me, from my perspective of what this, what I like about the Birthday Massacre, and this is again going to the thing where I'm like, when is heaviness a sin and when is it a virtue? <laughs> I think with, when the Birthday Massacre are at their best, they're at their poppiest. You know what I mean? Yeah. That mid-tempo where the guitar is just adding a little bit of bite to the synthesizers and the vocals. I think on Counterpain, I think on No Tomorrow... They they just step a little bit too far into the metal territory because what I I don't want those kind of Rob Zombie or uh, trying to think of a better example uh, like Ramstein almost you know those yeah, the, yeah. like that whatever I don't I don't Ramstein Prodigy yeah right that heavy hitting guitar tone I don't necessarily want that from the Birthday Massacre because if I'm listening to this in polite company. I think 90% of the album is appealing to almost anyone. Yeah. But in those two songs, in Counterpain, when the, the guitar starts to really he- hit heavy, and then in No Tomorrow, when she starts kind of, I want to say what any other singer would be is screaming, but she's kind of whispering in a yeah. really harsh way. She's kind of going, bleh, 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 Yeah, that, that part's not too, not the best for me. I don't think Yeah, it's... right. Those are, those are the two moments on where I go, they didn't need to include these parts. They'd like, they're kind of nods, obviously, to the heavy metal, but I don't think they're necessarily fit with the rest yeah. of the album. Um, I'm sure they're probably, like, maybe the last song is, is, is better. Yeah. For the combo they do, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, they strike the balance so well on most of the record, and I think, I don't want, I don't want that to take away from the overall yeah. quality. It's I think pers- it is a it's, quality uh, record. I don't think it's a matter of quality. I think it's a personal yeah, preference. Yeah, personal preference, sure. Like I definitely think that chorus is really cool. The chorus is counter pain. No, the only the only part that I take issue with is just is those 
but it's so small. Ch- so small. Chugging those, yeah. Like it's only the intro yeah, and it's not yeah, even the yeah. verse. Yeah, yeah, right. So. What's your opinion on uh, the vocals? Um, do you want the negative first? I just want to know because I'm curious because I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an opinion in a minute yeah. but I want to hear what you have because obviously um, you've known them for longer. She, she, she's, she's, she's always kept, kept in kind of a certain certain frequency a bubble okay. a certain bubble so yep. to speak she's very comfortable in the way she sings sure um she could probably sing so much more yeah she could probably belt stuff and she kind of does for a few bits yeah but i i'd um, i'd imagine her having a stronger voice somewhere behind all this like almost a nightwish-esque yeah. voice I yeah all- yeah chibi i think is her name chibi, chibi? Uh, yeah that that's her uh, that's her nickname for this sure right that's right, her, right, right. That's, her, that's, her, that's her alias um yeah, she's really cool really cool um but I think she could do a lot more of it. Yeah, I think. But she's she's in a really cool place. I think my issue. Need, yeah, my issue. She with, doesn't need to do too much. Yeah, this was this was my issue with it the the first time you brought the birthday massacre to me, and it's my issue kind of now. Is I don't feel like perhaps she if she maybe put a little bit more force into her yeah. vocal or something. Yeah. But I really think that what she does is a perfectly competent job i mean i don't come to this music for a pushing vocal no but that's not what i it's just i feel like there needs to be a little bit more character for for how ominous and sinister there is i think there is um i think she just sounds like if you've been with them for a while you'd be like yep that's so chibi that's that's what she does i yeah no and i know and i know that's part of the signature sound but for me just as someone who's not as uh, like invested in the idea of the birthday massacre i think a vocalist with more like whether it's like a uh, grittier voice or like a ras a raspy or a more whispery voice or something because I feel like the the voice that she brings to it is just a very yeah. middle of the road, very competent, in tune, you know, singer like yeah. like what you might hear if you went to like the local. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to disparage she, she does her. A, she does a better live. I will say that. But like your friend who's a good singer at karaoke. Do you know, like I know that sounds really mean to say, but. Yeah. I don't think there's anything... I think she's got a good voice, but I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. particularly unique okay. about her voice. Um, I think there kind of is. In the same way that there is, like, Carol from Oathbreaker, or in the same way that there is... Uh, oh, this is in, not... Uh, it's not that realm. White Long... Uh, what's what's her name? Um, oh, uh, begins with M. Can't remember. Right. Mish. Mish. Mishway, yeah. Mish Barberway from... from like, yeah. you can almost hear, like, an accent, whereas with her, it's just... Yeah. It's very plain. Yeah. Very plain singing. Yeah. So maybe that it doesn't. It doesn't. But it's not. It bo- it's not boring. No, no, no it's so not. To speak. No, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't think it detracts from the music, but I also don't think it, it's a value add. I just think mm-hmm. it's like yeah, there. Yeah, fair, fair. That's fair. Okay, that's that's long, my opinion yeah. on her vocals. Yeah. <laughs> but but it never detracts from music. No, 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 no. It never detracts, but I just think that there's a potential there to add something, just a, an extra ingredient to yeah. the mix. Yeah, like she. I think she's like in her early forties now. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been around for a while. Wow. So okay. Not, like since two thousands, like uh, longer than my chemical, I think. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd. She's not at the end of her road at all with her vocal yeah. technique. Like she could still go for less. She could still go pro with lessons and yeah. maybe maybe get a bit more training. But what I'm, I'm not saying I know. <sighs> No, well, like, I'm not, what I'm saying is I don't know if she's like it could the develop person. a lot more. I'm, what I'm saying is I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't think they should take my advice on board because I'm not. I, who am I to say what the birthday massacre should sound like? Yeah. But but I'm just saying from my perspective, I think there is a more interesting vocalist out there for this band. Yeah, sure. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Um, but other but but 
but a really good record. It's they've obviously got songwriting, the songwriting for the kind of music they write down to a fine art, mm. um, and that's clearly on display. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm happy. I'm happy they finally have a album yeah. that's fully good. Yes, it, pretty much. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. You can just you can just you know you're in good hands when you press play on a birthday masker album. They yeah. they know what they're doing. So, any final thoughts? Um, God, I love the lead guitar in this. <laughs> I fucking yeah, yeah, love yeah, when yeah, the lead yeah, guitar yeah. just. Just, yeah. just, just barrels of they've, they have a really great yeah they've got a, they've got everything on lockdown like it's what I've been trying to do it's what I've been trying to do lead guitar wise yeah. lately and this is just that's what I want yeah yeah so cool. if you want to sound like you're riding through like a you know a, a neon purple grid pattern in the Night Rider car this is the album for yeah. it you know so final score uh eight eight interesting um eight um Maybe 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 almost a nine. Okay. Um, in terms of like birthday massacre albums, which have all yeah. been sevens through and through. Okay. Very good sevens, but yeah. Well, that's a fair. Oh, I I I totally agree. I mean, I'm I'm a seven. Yeah. So we say seven good. and eight. Yeah. Cool. Great. That's a seven and eight. So worth your time, birthday massacre, especially totally. if you are a fan of all things. Depeche like, Mode. If you've never heard this kind of sound before, it will blow your socks. Yeah. It's really good. It, it you cannot but like bob your head, and you cannot but have those songs stuck in your yeah. head. So great. So then our last uh, new release is from a band called Black Map. Oh, yeah. And yeah. an album called In Droves. Yeah. Uh, been around for a few months, but we've only kind of picked it up now. Yeah. Um, they've, they've been pushing it really hard lately. Um, Have they they've been kind of releasing singles, like drip feeding them kind of? Oh, yeah. They did, they did a lot of that. And they've been touring their asses off. Yeah. Um, th- this is them waking up right. to their band's full potential. Yeah. Um, because they had one album beforehand that was very hard rocky. Um, okay, we're, 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 we're going to really start with this. Like, well, well, what I will say is that um, Black Map are a band that I totally discovered randomly through um, Spotify Discover or something, right? Amen. Uh, amen. Yeah. Amen to that. And uh, really enjoyed their first album. The, really, the singles kind of made a huge impact. What I'm finding out now is that Black Map are a super group. No way. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, well, they're, a, they're, a, they're a three-piece. They're a three-piece. And you want to know who those three pieces are? Yeah. They are Mark Engels from Dredge. Do you know Dredge? No. Great band. Chris Robin from Far. You know Far, Water and Solutions? Oh yeah, I do One actually. of do. the wow. great late 90s, early 2000 post-hardcore bands. Like one of the greats. Water and wow. Solutions is an incredible oh, album. okay. And um, and Ben Flanagan from the Trophy Fire, yeah, who are a more modern sort of post hardcore band. Kind of heard of them, so they're, yeah. they're basically a post hardcore supergroup. They're from San Francisco. Um, I I'm not going to lie to you. Up until like two minutes ago, I thought they were from uh, England somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I thought they had like um, that kind of UK vibe to them, but obviously not. They're American, and what they do is a a melodic style yeah. of post hardcore that's very informed yeah. by by the heavier end while yeah. not in any way eschewing the melodic end I would yeah. say they, they do what Chevelle do but better yeah yes I think yeah um, well yeah they, they basically they write post-hardcore with huge choruses yeah absolutely you know? um, that's what they did in the first album mm-hmm. this album is much more subdued intentionally yes this is them yes. like still being that heavy but with a little less guitar yeah like let's say I think there's one song on there somewhere can you get get up that list there? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe no color or white fence. Yeah, um, they're like very subdued. I think about white tones, fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But huge choruses. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah, keep yeah, quiet. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it doesn't detract at all. And they kind of learned how to get out of that wall of sound guitar stuff, which sure. they do. They still do really well. 
but they can they prove they can do a lot more in this. Right, exactly. I think I think what Black Map have always done well and what they're doing especially well on this album is um is just production and sound. Mm-hmm. They they know they just know where to put guitars. Yeah. Um, um and, 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 and and where vocals sit in a mix. I think when you listen to this album, you know you're getting a very professional product. Yeah. It sounds great. And it's got more of a uh there's more of a journey through the album on this. They've there's three uh segues yeah. kind of called transits that, that that take you through Yeah. A la Fantastic Planet kind of style. Right, exactly, exactly. What but my only my main criticism with this album is I feel like it's a little one paced. I feel like they don't they don't up the tempo bits. very often. Bits. It's a lot of it is mid pace, sort of um, sludgy, but what slimy? That's true. That's true. Version of what they do, but it, it may be very much same kind of songish. Yeah, all the way through, or, yeah. or halfway through. I'd say three quarters of it are like that. Three quarters, three quarters, um, absolutely. But they 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 try out different creative directions yeah. to songs yes. as well. Like very unique tones, very just weird sounds that mostly can be driven by bass, some driven yeah. by guitar, some driven by drums or well, synth. Well, you say that there's a there's a one of my favorite riffs of this year or, or at the last good long while is No Color, which has this amazing. It's I don't know what you would call it. It's like it's like a pendulum swinging riff at the start. Oh yeah, that's like that's like kind of Billy Talent almost. Yeah, a little bit. It's just it's it's so good, and yeah. when everyone the whole band comes in, yeah. it's really one of the most satisfying riffs oh, I've so heard cool. in a long time. That's that's what you get. You um, get one of those on heavy waves. There's some absolute yeah. rage. The, the on chorus this is album. unique. It took me a while to get used yeah. to. Start to yeah. throw around unique that's again, okay. and, but um, it took me a while to get used to. But yeah. it's because the chords are, are mm. not used in that. I, I've never really heard them in that order before. Right, like, they're very going on by their own terms. Mm-hmm. Of course, is that I kind of haven't heard before. Which yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool yeah, to try yeah, something new. Yeah. But your man, I mean, the singer, um, Mark, I think his name is, uh, really just outdoes himself on this album. Yeah. You know, he's he he, he doesn't quite go the full throat scream. Is he the bassist? Like, bassist no, 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 I think he's a guitarist. guitarist. Wow. Um, on, wow. The, on the, you know, the first single, Run Rabbit Run, you know, he's kind of got a really raspy, high. Uh, registered with his voice but then he can go so sweet yeah. as well on some of the slower tracks um, yeah kind of like While She Sleeps almost bit of yeah, that yeah, m- melodic bit of roars that. yeah right right not quite as heavy as While She Sleeps ever I mean I feel like this definitely falls apart from um, there's one song I can't remember which it is but it, it the main riff is just sort of uh, palm muted chugs the last song brum, 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 something like that yes yeah, the last the, song I think is it yeah so there's, there's there are moments where this this does ve- veer away from a radio sound but I think for the most part it's well within the limits of what any like average Joe Punter would say you know would, would appreciate mm. would you agree with that or do you think it's a little bit it's just a little bit too heavy um no I think it's perfectly um like I, I wish the radio yeah. I wish I wish this blew up on the radio because the radio kind of needs that yeah I think I think it it's one of those. Be, I think it's one of those ones where you you pick you can pick your singles easily on this yeah, album this would be a good band to bridge our heavy to mainstream heavy as well. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, there's, there's so much much like CKY as well. Right. This theme. But I think this is more straight faced than CKY. Uh, yeah. Which, which is both a good thing and a bad yeah. thing because obviously people love a little bit of fun. Th- and this is a band of, of huge bar chords. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At, at times. Um, yeah. A bit more in this album though. A bit. A bit more experimental. 
Yeah, totally. That's it exactly. Um, that and that's exactly what I like. I like I like a band that can draw from you know influences as wide or, as or even better a supergroup that yeah. can up themselves on the right. second album. Yes, yes, which is not what like I don't know. Um, Audio Slave did they meandered for a while? Yeah, but these are bringing. And they it often up. don't. They often don't make it to the second album. So I'm glad that Black Map have are uh, continue to to create music and yeah. and I really really wish them the best because even though I don't think this is the greatest thing they could have made, I still I'm still really glad it exists and I will still go back to it. Yeah, it feels like them just wanting wanting to continue music and make music outside of their bands. Just keep that going. Yeah. Well, I think I think in fairness, I I know the trophy. I believe the trophy fire is still going. Okay. Um, I don't know about Dredge, and I'm I'm sure that Far are broken up. So I think yeah. this is more a case of three veteran musicians coming together. Yeah. yeah. From from relatively similar, but then but Dredge, but I I think I I can see where the anthemic flourishes come in. I think that's Dredge. Yeah. Because Dredge write what I would call like it's almost like progressive rock. It's very melodic. It's kind of like what Coheed and Cambria do. Yeah. But with a little bit of a harder edge, or maybe what we do at times, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What our band does, um, um, which it, with this this podcast is actually just a guerrilla marketing effort. For oh, totally. Listen to our band. Yeah. Um, Sell my soul to this. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but uh, can we agree that that we both enjoyed Black Map Syndrome? Yes. yes. Favorite song? Oh, no color, no question. Yeah, yeah, that's up yeah, there. That's... For me, it's like no color, heavy waves ruin. It changed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, at first, I did not like this album. Oh yeah, that's surprising. I was like, no, 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 I was like, too, this, too, I was like, this too. is so different. Yeah, but then I realized what they were trying to do. I had the same. Not journey. be the same. I wanted the first album. Yeah, because I sat down on my, you know, I sat down with my headphones or whatever, and, and I, I was like, here we go, here we go, here we go, kind of expecting the, ha- you know, the full pace. Well, I kind of, I kind of got that with. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, right. You you get it in bits and pieces, but yeah. what you have to realize is that's not the vision they're going for with this album. This album is a chorus's album. This album is a more subtle experience. And once you kind of vibe with what they're trying to do, yeah, you enjoy it. So, yeah. out of 10? Out of 10. Um, hmm. uh, this is a tough one. Um, eight. Eight, okay. I think eight. Maybe, I'd say like almost a nine. Okay. But eight, eight. Yeah, I, 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 got, I get a seven. Because it, I just feel, it just feels very good to have. And I don't tire of it. I always, I always find yeah. new stuff in it, which is, which is a good sign of a keeper album. Yeah, I do, I do drift. I do drift. My attention does drift at yeah. points. So when I, I, when I want music that is in this vibe, I'll go straight to this album. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Yeah. Okay, cool. I might go back to Water and Solutions by far. Check that album out. It's very good. Hell yeah. All right, so and it got a seven for me. So seven and an eight. Well, again, another album well worth your time. Uh, in droves by Black Map, if mm-hmm. you like the sound of what we've been discussing. So that's all of the current releases. Yeah. Um, all the sort of last few months releases. Yeah. And here's an album from five years ago. Right. Twenty twelve. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one, Dylan, for a minute. Okay. So um, you just fire away. So Trent Reznor had always wanted to be in a band that was a band. Not just him. Like that was his dream to always um Yeah. Always go on the road, get a tour, and he never really got that. Even in Nine Inch Nails, even though they had a, lo- a huge career, they did the touring thingy, but it was always him doing the music. Right. And um So would you say that Nine Inch Nails as is Nine Inch Nails the Trent Reznor project? Yes. Well, is that essentially It's Atticus Ross as well now. Okay. And he had a few occasional um, collaborators collaborations yeah, yeah there's a few of them like Robert Finch 
um, and um, Alessandro Cortini and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but this is now this is now him in a band. This is his effort. Yeah. Um, it's it. He's sharing the weight. He's like one of the five contributors musically to this wow. album. Okay. So it's it's not just him. It's not. Yeah. There's, like, there's more we, to we, it than we, that. We have um, um, Marikin, Marikin, um Mandig, who's uh, his wife. His wife, right? His wife. That was mm. pretty cool to find out. Um, Alessandro, uh, uh, who was. I think a touring synth player for Nine Inch Nails at one point. Okay. Um, Atticus Ross. Right. Um, and Rob Sheridan? Yes, Rob Sheridan, who actually does the, um, you know, Nine Inch Nails Year Zero? Um, it, uh, he does a lot of the art, he did a lot of the artwork for that album. Oh, cool. So he, he does these, these cool technical things and he did a lot of the artwork for this album. Like some of the videos, or all the videos he did, he did work with in this album are incredible and that's him doing that stuff. So, um, I mean, they're all in the band, but they all contribute in wide ways, yeah, like really innovative ways. And um, that's great. I, yeah, I think I think um, Mark Marquine, is that her name? Yeah, Marquine. Marquine. Yeah, I think she's got a great voice. Um, yeah, really, really great voice. So, so that's so that's the makeup of How to Destroy Angels. Do you know? I mean, was that was just it was kind of a based on Trent Reznor's desire to be part of a collective. What do you say? Yeah, it was going off of um, the social network. Uh, kind of the success of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Sound-wise, he, he departed a bit from it, but he wanted to just... This was his chance to really branch out to something different. Okay. Like after that crossing point. And you've been on board with this from day one? Yeah, no, this was... I was, like, hyped for okay. this album quite a bit. And they released an EP before this and another EP, which is kind of more Nine Inch Nails-ish. Yep. But this was very hype for me. Great. Um, and yeah. Can yeah, you describe the sound of the album? No, God no. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like Year Zero, but a lot more musical, a lot more hypnotic than the industrial, a eight bit kind of scratch scratch to scratchy industrial sounds of Year Zero. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely close to, closest to that with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Like I suggest listening to it if you haven't tackled that already. Um. But it's it's new for Trent Reznor and everybody. It's actually a new sound, which is really cool mm-hmm. and fucking hard to do because they throw so much interesting little things in this album. Which at first glance you would realize, um, you you may think like this is just kind of a, a digital like me- mesh of like, like synth, every every synth in the closet. Um, which he pretty much has like five walls of synth in the studio in this album, but it's also a lot of like organic, organic like um, instruments as well. Mm-hmm. Like there are moments where it's like okay, Piano, let's, let's break break out the mandolin. Yeah. Um, like uh, oh, there's so much weird, cool, interesting things in this. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I love it. Um, hard to get into initially. Um, like can't keep it together. Um, that was weird to get into into because it's not. It's not like with teeth. It's not the hand that feeds by Nine Inch Nails. It is a slow song without a chorus, mm. without a verse. <laughs> it just kind of is. Yeah. It's almost, it's not even like soundtracking a film. It's more poetic. Yeah. And um, it is more, um, oh, sorry, there's so much words going through my head about this album. <laughs> um, it's like he's setting the scene. For his own um, poem, I guess. 
Okay, like, yeah. I, I guess music does it anyway, but this is like, 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 um, very vivid in what he's trying to express with the music mm-hmm. and its dynamics, and um, everything follows each other pretty well. Um, but yeah, that's 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 that. Cool. I've been pretty I, quiet because uh, um, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. What did you not enjoy? Um, I just think I really, really think it outstays its welcome by a good. 20 minutes so this album is like an hour it's, it's and 15 pretty, it's, minutes it's, long it's, I think. it's pretty long especially I think when you get to the end it's um, the last three tracks are all sort of eight, yeah. seven, eight, nine minutes I just wow yeah. um, well, like, to again, my mind it's know, like it sounds know. like first of all I think there's a few songs that sound very very like the Social Network soundtrack in terms of like the the washes of synth with the piano melodies on top mm. um, but also I just think it it's it's it meanders a little bit, really but not a lot. meanders from um, place to place. There's no, I don't think there's very, there's only like three songs, songs on the album. Like, yeah. how long is a yeah, song? Like, yeah, like, um, I, I was, I was, um, this is a, this is a, almost a trick album for you, a challenge. But yeah, it's that's not, fair. it's not a song album by any stretch. And no, I know, no, no, I know no. you love, love song albums. Well, no, that's not, I mean, yeah, I like, I love, there's a lot of soundtracky albums. I almost feel like this. My issue with this album is that it feels like a soundtrack album for nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's like the songs feel like soundtrack, but there's no context to give them meaning. Mm. Um, that's that's how it feels to me. It's you, got, like, you got to search a bit more for it, definitely. Yeah, um, I but, had, this there, is, is. of all the things we've reviewed this week, this was the one that I gave the most time to because I feel because I, I I knew that it was a challenge or whatever. Well, this took me a few years to get used to, by the way. <laughs> Okay, well, um, I can't compete with years. <laughs> I've given it weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the the well, it's a song, songs like strings and attractors. They're beautiful. Mm. How long? How long is great. I, I think. I, I really know uh, how I feel about the. Have you seen any of the videos too? No, no, no. Oh, no, they're no, great. No, no. They 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 set the scene pretty well. What's the song with all the mandolin? Um, Ice Age. Ice Age. Yeah, to me, it sounded like a combination of like the videos. Of, fucking like, amazing. Gomez. For that, by the way. Soul coughing and then the Sims music <laughs> for like seven minutes or whatever. I, I, I like it. It's it, it's like what if nine, what if like Trent Reznor just spent like a day fishing in the Antarctica, yeah, just in, in like an ice lodge, which kind is kind of what the video looks like. Okay, if that sets the scene, it's it's very somber. It's like a few guys just in a cabin with like some organic instruments, yeah, and a fuckload of synths and loads of synths yeah. doing stuff. It does get and, kind of synthy by the end. I think it's not that I didn't. I don't. I, I don't listen to it much. No, 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 no. But all. like you, but you, yeah. There's, it's there's a cool, moments. There are there are definitely moments on this that I think are great. There's there's especially vocal lines yeah. that I think are are really 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 strong. Um, Too late. My, all gone. Yeah, that's great. That, my problem is more so with. I think this could have been a fantastic um, counterpoint to something like, uh, like what's that album um, The Black Queen or whatever I just think I really 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 think Black it's, Queen what's the um... yeah Black Queen like, like uh, what's his name oh god I can't fucking remember for life me uh, singer from Dillinger Escape Plan oh anyway. yeah 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 Greg Greg um, um, doesn't matter yeah but I don't think it's going for that no 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 it's not no no that was a that was a poor example I'm just trying to think I just think it, if it was only if it was 40 minutes long yeah. it would have been great I don't nearly th- all of these songs have to me nearly all of these songs have interesting ideas yeah they, I don't think I've heard this kind of album before I will say that 
I, I don't think I I've, feel like I have I, I feel I feel like the social really? network soundtrack is no, very similar no it's a little it's 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 a little more Atticus Ross and everything else and there's a bit of that in this album yeah there's a, there's a hell of a lot more to give in this album yeah kinda I don't know I just it, to me it doesn't I don't know if it has a unique character huh. that's my issue with yeah. it but I do feel like if if they if they like uh, compacted it and just taken the interesting rather than I think my issue with it is I get frustrated because the the idea that they introduce will be very interesting and compelling for the first three minutes or four minutes but then you're looking at another three or four minutes per song mm-hmm. of just more or less yeah. undulating there, and repeating there's, and there's looping a, the a, same idea there are a few tracks that are that especially at the end the, um, la- the recursive self-improvement the loop closes and hollow ground I think it just I think hollow ground is a bit better yeah. in terms of examples for that. Mm-hmm. that that's that builds really nicely um like just huge, huge, yeah. huge sounds. I think without being heavy. Um, yeah, that's the thing, as which well. is like an interesting challenge to make. It's not that kind of me. It's not. It's not heavy. It is heavy in some ways, but like it doesn't yeah. ever. My issue as well with it is that there's not enough variation. It's all very subdued, and even when um, it gets well, it's quote all, it's unquote, all, it's loud, all under, it's all under the same theme. Right, right. And that's why there's not a lot of variation, but there is. But uh, there the, is, they've I placed think. constraints on themselves musically in terms of um, like what constitutes the full uh, the full volume version yeah. and then the quiet version. Where yeah. I don't think there's enough of a difference. Yeah, like when everything is playing at the same time. It, it it doesn't hit hard enough in comparison to when it's just like a couple of bleeps and bloops and mips and warps mm. and Marquine singing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's my opinion on okay. it anyway. Uh, I'd say this. Um, I saw the live stream of the Coachella the gig they did with this album. Yeah. Um, That's an experience. Yeah. It's all a, a very well-intended experience. But that's, yeah. But again, like with the videos and the... Stage show, yeah. and th- I think I show. think that's how you should take this album. Yeah. I should I, I should have done that as a prerequisite to you. I always see this would work better as a concert film than as an album. Um, to be honest with you, like I was <laughs> I was bored off my tits at at points yeah. just from the the sonic yeah. perspective of this album. If there was a visual component, like um, I said, if it was a soundtrack or something, I could see myself engaging yeah. with it totally differently. Um, worth going back to for that sake. Yeah, in elements. Yeah, like Ice Age, Davidi Ice Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a few others. It's it's um. Yeah, it's just it's tricky at times, given how minimalist it is, to <laughs> inge- to feel like you're yeah. actively engaging with it. It, it it's yeah. hard not to just to for it to sink into the background. Yeah, like um, I know no, no Trent is very inspired by like the likes of um, uh, the likes of uh, Brian Eno and David Bowie. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot like that. It's a lot like the most. Oh challenging. yeah, and I love Brian Eno too. It's a lot like the most challenging aspects of them. Yeah, which I had the same issues with, and I know you may have had, um, especially like David Bowie's Low era, mm. like um, like the album Low, and then the j- whole Germany experimental era. Yeah, it's a lot like that, and I can tell he, he's he takes a lot from that with his experiments mm. and further albums, and this is just an example of that. Yeah, just just a, a really cool experiment. I think. Cool. Um, I will probably go back to... This has encouraged me to go back to the Social Network soundtrack. Yeah. But uh, in time, over time, I will go back again and probably look at the videos and things and just try and get a little bit of context to it because that's that's what it felt like it was missing for me was context. But all the same, I'm glad you brought it to the podcast because it's always nice, as you say, to yeah. to push the boat out and do something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, um, like there was a really cool effect there, like natural, yes, like 
orchestrated effects they were doing with um i think a crt tv yeah where they were toggling the the back of it the back of the skirt while yeah. it was recording the video through a tape yeah so they were like they're like manually fucking with the music video as it was going on yeah yeah and like yeah, they yeah. do tons of really cool stuff like that all right well i'd be interested yeah, yeah. do you think, think there'll be a number of your second album um yeah you gonna happen not for a while okay. um because trent's like doing what three eps three nine nails eps this year or wow, he's done yeah, one right. he's done one that's right yeah that came out like december and he's doing two more and i think an actual album so that's where his mind is at well you never know maybe that's where i prefer it maybe 2018 maybe 2019 but keep an eye out so that was uh welcome oblivion by how to destroy angels yeah and if you like the sound of that a minimalistic soundtrack style nine inch nails gothy um, poppy i i don't know if we should rank this I don't know if it's it's our right. Oh no no no! It's we, not our right to rank this at all. No, we're not gonna. We we we, we will we won't rank our our album's shelf. Yeah. Let's, let's. I mean, I let's love everything Trent Reznor yeah. does. So yeah. fuck it. I was a little lukewarm on it, but uh, but I'm I'm glad that I yeah. have it now. You're you're in not my brain. you're not the most fresh to um, Trent's whole stuff. You're not quite. Yeah no no no. no I'm it not. I, yeah, it's still it's still all new to me. So it's a yeah. little bit overwhelming. But we, we'll get there. Cool. So listen, that was a, a very packed episode of Kill Shuffle. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we'll be oh. back to our regular, regular scheduled yeah. uh, programming next, next week. Next week is going to be huge. I'm already I'm already picking out the ones that I want to cover yeah. next week. Um, we might do a bit more than four, plus a special. We might do five or six on we a special. We might do five or six. It just depends. There's yeah. so much coming out right now. And trust me, there's going to be much less uh, 80s goth-inspired flavor next week. There's going to be... There might be a bit of 80s. It's going to be... A, if that Stone Sour be, album has anything to say about there's it. There's going to be such a crazy eclectic mix you won't even believe. You, you're, it's going to make your head spin. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Please, pronounce Donald. All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>